Michael J. for Hope for the Warriors. Started back in 06 at Camp Lejeune. Military families witnessing the effects of war on their loved ones. Now, almost 20 years later, they've aided over 53,000 service members, veterans, and families with confidential, high-quality behavioral health care services at little or no cost. To post 9-11 vets and their families, over 91% of every dollar donated goes directly to the programs. If you're as concerned about our heroes as I am, go to hopeforthewarriors.org. Tune in to FC Popcorn every Tuesday to catch us discussing new trending topics. Remember to subscribe and follow us on your favorite podcast platform to never miss an episode. Hey you guys, welcome to FC Popcorn, a film companion original podcast. I'm Sneha. I'm Sachin. I'm Dipanjana. We're talking about underrated gems, romantic films. To, I can't believe I said gems. Gems. Yeah, gems. Underrated gems. love stories, is that yeah. fair? Yeah. 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 To watch this Valentine's Day with your... Nobody, your cat. <laughs> your everybody. Your furniture. Your puppy. Your husband. Uh, I... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to go with I Love Thane, which I really, really enjoy. Oh, nice. Modern Love Mumbai. Yes, Modern Love Mumbai. Uh, kind also, of stole one of mine, but nice. Okay, good. Yeah. So we share a pick. Yeah. Well done. I, I just love that film because I went in expecting very little. But I think Masaba just sort of brought something to it. And Dhruv Segal is just so good when it mm. comes to like slice of life. And I think that one line, I know you quoted it in your review and it's just stayed with me. The one where... Um, I feel less judged when I'm around you. I judge you. myself I less. I judge myself less when I'm around you, which is, uh, I think, love for me. Mm. I really like that film. That one stayed with me quite a bit. I feel so happy that that's somebody's pick. You know, I feel, <laughs> I feel validated. Uh, no, that literally, Morning Love Mumbai was going to be one of my picks. Just because like, just at a time where, you know, we don't get enough love stories. You know, they're not making yeah. love stories anymore. That was one show that I still feel hasn't found the audience it could find. You know, mm-hmm. just the diehard sort of romantic film audience uh, where again it was a mixed bag not all of them worked, worked. but I mean I, I love I love Thani that was my favorite even Vishal Bhardwaj's rom-com was so interesting and fun and sweet um, and yeah he's just he's never been more playful so no I, I still feel that Modern Love Mumbai on Amazon still hasn't found the audience it deserves yeah underrated hence 100%. check it out this Valentine's Day yeah that's a mm. pick what's, what's yours you're both saying Modern Love um, oh, no. no I'll, I'll, I'll okay it please yes. oh no me again okay yeah. Uh, I'll go slightly off base. Uh, so I'll go with 96. Oh my God, that was on my uh, list. Which is uh, a Tamil movie uh, starring Vijay Sethupati and Trisha. And Trisha. Um, it is, I think, 2019, if I'm not wrong, 2018. And um, I, haven't, I haven't seen it for a couple of years, but it still sticks with me. It literally is just, it's one of those, uh, the entire film just takes place over one evening, two people spending, you know, an evening together, two sort of long lost Lovers, the one who got away, yeah. done in such a sort of heartfelt, meaningful and just heartbreaking way uh, of, of just sort of, it's a college, if I remember correctly, it's a college reunion. Reunion, and these, yeah. And these two sort of sweethearts sort of meet again, but obviously they've, you know, life has happened, they've moved on, they're not together. And they just spend these few precious hours together and it feels like an infinity, but at the same time, it's it's sort of, they're sort of getting back into the groove of what they could have been and you feel so much for them, but at the same time, it's looming over you that this is going to end. And, you know, you can tell very early on, this is not going to be the happy sort of ending. And there's something to that as well. I love, even though they're not always the happiest, I love love stories that play with the idea of, you know, this is what would actually happen, mm. you know, rather than sort of the big swooning romance we're used to. So 96 is one that is always sort of embedded itself. So that's the thing, you know, like love stories with sad endings. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
where both the characters in the film as well as the audience is left wondering what might have happened. Yeah. There's something really tender yeah. about them. Yeah. Um, and in a weird way, I feel they're a lot more romantic than the traditional happy ending, yeah. you know, because... Uh, because that sort of implies that the story is over. Yeah. The beautiful thing about sad endings is that it tells you that it just goes on and on, on. in these people's minds. So are you saying that even when you see a sad ending, ending there's part of you that thinks, what if? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Like for me, one of my favorite uh, stories, well, films with along those lines is Silsila. Yeah. Hmm. Because it takes a whole journey, right, from young love to circumstances parting them to meeting again after like it answers every one of the what if questions and then again leaves it open at the end because they so they stay within the bounds of matrimony these two right. couples but you can see that both of these couples are going to have to write a new love story so there is a there's a lot of potential for what if sitting in that uh in that open ending in a sense i mean it's not as closed as it seems on paper yeah. Because of the performances. Yeah. Speaking of open endings, I, I just have to plug uh, Vishal uh, from Film Companion. I did a piece with the director as part of a series, uh, the director of 96, as part of a series he did on uh, sort of what would happen after. Hmm. And he did it with the director of 96 to basically talk specifically about that question. Where would these guys be today? Where, 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 do you remember? I need to know. <laughs> uh, I don't know the answer. It's such a great idea to just talk about where would they be today. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, people should mm. definitely check that out. Wasn't Ek Mai or Ek Tu also one of those? Also I really love list. how they kind of... Oh, on your list? It was on my long list, yeah. Uh, I love that. I love that film. And just how they left it was also... Yeah. yeah. And also for me, unlike the others, uh, because a lot of people see Ek Mai or Ek Tu as a traditional rom-com where they don't end up together. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. that's the one-liner. But for me, it, it wasn't a sad ending because it was, for me, a film about... Um, how sometimes not ending up together is the happy ending. It obviously keeps it open. They are still very close friends, but not, you know, every equation is meant to end up in love. Correct. And what I love about that film is, you know, I still, it's one of the most underrated films for me because it's the treatment. It's, everyone sees it as a traditional dharma rom-com, but it really isn't. isn't. There was something, you know, it's obviously Shakun Batra and there was something very refreshing about that film. It really wasn't doing the same cliched things. Uh, it, and there was something very sort of self-aware, interesting, different about it. I I keep going back to it. Yeah, um, I feel like watching it again. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Shakun Patra does straightforward romance. Yeah, right. Like he, someone should get him on a shrink's chair because like they they are <laughs> such messed up love stories. You know, like they all love is always a con yeah. of some sort in Shakun Batra's films. Yeah. You think you're seeing a love story, and then he'll just rip it apart. You know. Um, so that that's quite interesting to me because he's also, when you look at the films that he's made, he's also subverting what is actually quite central to the Hindi film, Bollywood Hindi film particularly, yeah. which is no matter what the genre, hmm. there will be a love story, hmm. right? Like not only because it enables songs that were once the mainstay of oh. the genre, like the characteristic part of the genre, but also because sympathy and empathy for the lead happens easiest i think through a love story it's it's a very simple and straightforward way of showing a hero as heroic because the girl because she's always a girl god forbid women uh because women are a little more discerning i guess uh but yeah the girl will be like oh, heart eyes and so then audience is like oh i also love him yeah great 
resonating <laughs> we are seem to see madam okay so you always have these love stories and then the love story gets set aside for the hero to do his real thing in shakun stuff it's the other way around he i'm saying shakun like he's my chatti buddy he is not but anyway. shout out to shakun <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening sorry um we assume everyone's listening <laughs> Mm, so what uh, shakun. what shakun does in his shocks yeah yeah shocks <laughs> yeah yeah oh dear god he's never get we're never getting an interview with you are we <laughs> anyway um what shakun does in his films is that he'll give you this thing of oh look you're going to watch a love story no you're not this is actually a family drama this yeah. is actually a thriller this is actually mm-hmm. something else so it's the other way round um so yeah that's ek mai aur ek tu yeah that was good what I'm going to go full tilt arty. This is not underrated. Actually, it is underrated. Uh it was underrated when it came out. Satyajit Ray did a film called Kapurush, uh mm-hmm. translated as The Coward. And uh the lead pair there are Shomitra Chatterjee and Madhavi Mukherjee, two actors who reworked with many many times. Uh Shomitra was almost like his cinematic alter ego, you mm-hmm. know. He played um he played a lot of characters that I think Ray sort of a uh, sort of imbued with a little bit of his own essential personality Ka- kapoorish is not one of them because uh, so ray had a very delicious love story of his own right like he and his wife ran away to get married because mm-hmm. his wife is uh, a little bit older than him within the family that sort of thing uh so he had no shortage of courage and valor when it came yeah. to living out his love story but kapoorush is about a guy who isn't able to be there for the woman he loves and therefore loses her so they when they were young madhavi and shomitra fall in love mm-hmm. and in the way the film is written uh, progresses you don't realize exactly what had happened right at the beginning but you meet them when they have clapped eyes on each other after many years right so the first thing you realize is like shomitra chatterjee is staring eating madhavi up with his eyes <laughs> and of course you are cuz that woman is a hundred kinds of beautiful to the power of infinity um there was a art exhibition by atul dodia recently uh, in bombay where basically he did enormous oil paintings of scenes from certain films there are two scenes from kapoorush they're all the backs of madhavi with like these I took a friend of mine and she was like so many ideas for oh, blouse designs from one <laughs> film. But anyway, so Kapoorush is uh, their love story. It's bittersweet because obviously they don't end up together and Madhavi has this killer line where she basically he keeps saying to her that I need a little more time before I can ask for your hand in marriage. And at and in their final meeting she's like what you need is not time, it's something else. Just savages him and leaves. So, uh they were of course another very famous uh, love story that they did which is for me one of the best ever despite its extremely sad ending well open ended i suppose charulata yeah mm-hmm. uh which is about infidelity um how much eroticism can you put into a gaze please watch charulata <laughs> where can one watch i think charulata might be on mubi yeah mm-hmm. i think raise the i mean the yeah thing. because re- a lot of them are on the criterion collection so mm. i think those uh they're relatively easier to find today but it's one of those films like you know a lot of these older films sometimes feel a little dated like uh i'm trying to think i mean so many of them so many yeah, actually one doesn't need, yeah it, even like 3 years ago it yeah. seems dated mm-hmm. 
period pieces in that sense, like a Charulata and today is something like the Coward or Mahanag or any one of these. They're so well rooted in that time, time that you don't feel that it's outdated. You know, like it belongs there and you relate to the mores that are being set up by the filmmaker. So... So yeah, that would be one of mine. I mean, I, I haven't seen The Coward, but just based on you describing it, the two things I love about that is the idea of, um, which a lot of films sort of explore more recently, is true love is not enough. You know, you, you yeah. can have genuine true love, but true love doesn't necessarily translate to happily ever after. I mean, La La Land did that, you know, very wonderfully as well in a different way. And mm. the other one was, it just sounds like uh, it's sort of subverting the idea of the hero, right? The hero mm. always turns up and sort of follows through yeah. and this sounds a lot more real. So uh, Bengali cinema and literature, starting with literature, uh, we've always liked loser men, mostly because men <laughs> were writing it and they wanted loserism to be a quality. <laughs> loserism is my word of the day, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the, but That's loser... That's genius, can loser, I just say, yeah. if I'm, I'm a loser, I can either become yeah. cool or just make loser Or make cool. lose, being a loser seem cool, just think of it, Devdas. Mm -hmm. Bengali writer, loserism right there. Hardcore loser <laughs> means like multi-dimensional loserism. Being a loser, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Full -time uh, job. But literally, all of these guys, this, and it's also, I mean, less facetiously, these are all underdog characters. They're people for whom the system is just not letting them rise. Mm. Uh, so it's a very Marxist, leftist point of view as well. Does not change the fact that these extremely accomplished, beautiful women will be frustrated by the lack of valor, the lack of character that the men embody, but still they love them though. La lack of choice, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. really need to raise our standards. Yeah, yeah, the bar um, is underground. But, yeah. uh, but then again, if you're a loser and you look like Shomitra Chatterjee in those films, <laughs> I can see what's going on. I am here for it. <laughs> Okay, another one. Next um, not underrated, or, or perhaps has been on so many underrated lists that it may soon become overrated, but Masan. <laughs> ah. I can see myself go back to that film so often. It was a time when Vicky Kaushal wasn't Vicky Kaushal and those eyes, mm. just those eyes and that dialogue. Like every time he says that, ye hai, yeah. nahi hota, it just breaks me each time. I thought about it recently because I think somebody put on Twitter like, uh, name a scene of an actor crying that destroys yeah. you. And I, that's that's the one, right? Yeah. Like the Vicky scene is the one that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 some part of me misses that Vicky Kaushal. Like there was just, um, I, I go back to it every time I want like just actor hitting the right note when it comes to purity. I, I, I yeah. see that in so many scenes in Masan. Hmm. I really enjoyed uh, that film when it came out. I remember I was um, interviewing the cast then and Vicky was not Vicky and I yeah. remember Richa Chadda and I'm like I won that interview and then they just placed this little um, <laughs> this, I don't, it wasn't Vicky then and I'm like who's this and they're like please if you can you please and well now yeah good call on saying Hi, yes <laughs> I will interview you even if I do not know who you are and you are shyly sitting in the corner pick the shy ones always but yeah that that was a lovely <laughs> film I keep going back to Masan for Vicky for Richa I think she was, I hope she gets like, I, wa I want to see her in more roles like that. Mm. Um, beautiful songs. I love the Man. idea of, um, I was thinking about this also when I was making this list, the, the, the tragic romance where the point of the film like Masan is to take us to a very sad place. Yeah. But to do that, just to mess with us, they really give us a love story you fall in love with. Oof. So the one I always think of is Masan or Serat, where in Serat he had no need to make such a wonderful flowery love story like just the first half of Serat is amazing yeah and then he's like okay now I've got you eating out of my hands I'm going to destroy you and and yeah the, the technically the love story is not the end point of the film but 
it's just a purpose and yet they do it so well yeah. and you know Vicky Kaushal and Shweta Tripathi that whole arc uh, yeah and the music yeah. it, it really like gets you hooked beautiful beautiful songs Tu Kisi Rail is like oh, one oh. of my all time favorite love yeah. songs yeah so Masan for me what do uh, you have no that's a Serat. good one Uh, I was thinking of I think my favorite love story like these days anytime you get a good love story you just jump on it so for 2022 I think I love Thani was probably my favorite for 2021 it was also from an anthology on Netflix this time so from Ajeeb Dastan's mm-hmm. everyone jumped on Gili Puchi and I completely understand why you know it it is the most cinematic it's it's the most interesting but the one for me that stuck me the most was Ankahi which is the one with Shivali Shah and Manav Kaul oh my god um, yes. and I fell so in love with that it's it's uh, so Manav Kaul they have this insane chemistry Manav Kaul plays they the, look so good together yes oh it was insane uh, he's a deaf Uh, I can't remember what he does. I think he works in an he's art gallery. He's a photographer. He's an art, art gallery. gallery. Yeah. 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 Um, and that's what I, I remember they meet in an art gallery. And yeah. Shafali Shah is uh, obviously she's sort of, she's married and she's having marital issues. And they form this connection and they fall in love. And it's first of all, completely unsaid, right? There's no dialogue. And it is absolutely electric. And there's so much chemistry side. You feel so much. I think between both of them, you know, to, I mean, to see Shafali Shah as well in, in a lighter role, at least for a big part of that film. And you fall entirely in love with Manav Kaur. Mm. You know, when he plays these pure characters, you know, I, I thought he was one of the best things about uh, the fame game as well, where he just played the sort of really tra- tragic, wonderful character. There was the Vidya Balan film that he was, uh, the Tumari Sulu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but Ajit Dastan, it completely just took me because I just felt so much of it. Um, and obviously even that doesn't end in, in the happiest way, but it felt yeah. so honest. And, and it felt that so scene when he comes and sees her, the, the family yeah. crushing. Yeah, um, he did it so well. Mm. So well. It is literally, it's a two 20 minute film and it sticks with me so much. Uh, so that would be my pick. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say fine. I think we need a few happy endings here. Because <laughs> uh, it's just too depressing. Sure. Which Valentine's Day tends to be, but you know, <laughs> more so because if I see another teddy bear or a heart, then... Godzilla is <laughs> um I would watch a teddy bear Godzilla love story I would I would watch that Te- There was something no wasn't there a mock one that they did with the teddy bear from Ted and God- Godzilla oh. Anyway I'll well, find it This exists <laughs> Send me the link YouTube my friend everything wow. exists but anyway want uh, your YouTube search <laughs> <laughs> Your YouTube algorithm is <laughs> It's interesting It's interesting It's uh... It is nothing if not interesting Um okay I'm going to go with Shockin Mhm um the film which is basically three old men sleazy old men who go on holiday and then try to set up their driver and his girlfriend this is this ashok is kumar the old shocking right yeah because the other one is one. anupam kher and i was like this is not happening yeah i was like wait a <laughs> the second the shock great the soundtrack Lisa hated yeah. i should i should not have please specify i should not have reacted because this was good i should have yeah. let you guys go on <laughs> Like my heart attack is having a heart attack right now. Just, just clarify. So Mithun is the driver whom they help set up. Oh, and so it's, the, the three guys set up their driver. Yeah. So they have gone with the intention of having a sleazy holiday yeah. because they're sleazy old men. Yeah. Well, trying to be sleazy old men. Like Utpal, that is just like all three of them. They bounce off each other so well. And Basu Chatterjee had a wicked sense of humor, right? Like really wicked. And it comes out in this. But wicked in a way... tender way and <laughs> strangely right so anyway so uh, they intend to you know have a wild time instead they end up becoming cupid for this guy and it's really sweet it's as much a story of 
a love affair, sure, between two younger people, but it's also an old people's bromance, which is so cute because most of the time we have great bromances. There's no doubt about that. From Shole to Zindagi Na Milegi Dobara to Dil Chata. Like we've had really good yeah. male bonding um, films, but uh, they're rarely older men, yeah. you know, and these guys are established old men. I mean, they tend Probably to like the- what Unchai yeah. got right Probably. more yeah. recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, all the things that may be cringeworthy or whatever predictable about Uchai, that friendship is something that you know. Resonated. I think a lot of people find uh, they want that in their lives, yeah. and uh, and you kind of this whole sense of somebody who knows your frailties and will be there for you, you know, sort of complimenting your dull edge with their sharp edge. It's and just like, the idea of friendship. For that amount of time, yeah, you know, just yeah, over yeah. A, an entire lifetime is just so uh, something very wonderful. About There's that. something quite yeah. lovely about yeah. that. So, so yeah, that's shocking. <laughs> and speaking of friendship, uh, I put Bangalore days on my list. I think for me, the love story was with the city, and definitely biased opinion here because hardcore Bangalore nostalgia. I'm from Bangalore, uh, but what a cast! I mean, this saw the birth of the likes of Dulkar, Nivin Pauli, Nazria, Fahad Fasil. Uh, Parvati, the Dulkar Parvati uh, chemistry, just very, very um, special. And I think that film is immensely rewatchable, very light, very easy friendship again. So yeah. it has so much going for it. So that's one that I often go back to, Bangalore Days. Uh, it's, it's definitely one of my favorite movies. Uh, I also think Bangalore Days, for a lot of people, is the definitive um, intro into Malayalam Cinema 101. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. where do I start? It's a great sort of, sort of icebreak into the industry. Correct. Um, and what I loved about it was uh, it, it touched on that sort of like a very sacred Indian bond, which no other film had that I'd seen, which is cousins, you know, just the relationship between three cousins yeah. it, they, who work as siblings, who work yeah. as friends. Yeah. I call my cousins my my brother and my sister exactly. and most people don't get it, yeah. but yeah. yeah, they got it. But it is, it is, it is sort of a very Indian concept that, you know, you have that sort of really strong affinity and also it works on that level, a story of three friends, but it's and slash cousins, but it also works as a rom-com. You have these wonderful romantic arcs yeah. uh, between hu- a husband and wife, wife sort of falling in love with each other between sort of uh, Dulkar and Parvati as well. Um, and no, it is. It and is that's such where Fahad one. and Nazria met as well. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, trivia. nice. Yeah, that, that uh, was a good film. I like that. I think I'll go with something slightly more mainstream. Which is Shubmangal Savdan, mm. the, the first Remind one. Remind me which one uh, that so was. So this is the one with the, Zyada. the erectile dysfunction one. Okay, there you thanks, go. That's the it. best one. Mm-hmm, to, to, mm-hmm. Um, no, so I remember, I still remember watching this in theaters. It came out, I think, two weeks after Bareilly Ki Barfi, if I'm not yeah. wrong. And yeah. so, yeah, you literally felt like, wait, are we just going to watch the same the same small town setting, the same formula, Seema Pavas and both of them. Mm-hmm. And it compl- and, and obviously, you, it's got the tag, right? It's got the social message tag. We saw the trailer. It looked very sort of playful, but at the same time, those tend to be the worst movies that's for social message thing. And it was so sensitive. I all, I mean, I haven't revisited it since, but all I remember sort of living with it after that film was such that a really touching, sensitive love story between mm. the two more than any aspect of sort of the messages trying to get across and that whole sort of Ayushman agenda. All, I just remember some of those scenes with um, Bhumi and Ayushman, this one in a park where it really is two of you know, both of these people, the love, sort of the obstacle they face, his insecurity and, and how they tackle it. And I just remember that connection between them being so heartbreakingly sensitive. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, and to me, then that, that's why every time I think about that film, I think love story more than sort of, you know, social message agenda yeah. movie. Ayushman and Jitu's, which was Shubhangal's Zyada, Zyada Sabdhan, Sabdhan, right? Yeah. That had one of the best kisses in Hindi cinema 
ever. Yeah. Like the train case is the I don't know if there was any other one but the train case was so well done. Yeah. That was such a such a yeah. great moment, yeah. you know, and um and I remember I was watching it in a theater and literally everybody stopped and froze because no one had expected to see two boys kiss, right? Yeah. But it is it was also really nice to see the reactions because aside from a few people who were like oh, i am offended most of them were just you could see that they were unexpectedly turned on because it is just so charged with eroticism mm. um really really well done uh and that i know a lot of uh, a lot of people roll eyes at this social message uh, small enough. film mm. Uh, but not I, when it's done right exactly not when yeah. it's done right when it's done right and yeah. these two are films where they got it like yeah. bang on and ayushman's got it wrong as well ayushman's got it Fair. wrong in the yeah. past but like you know when it works it's so perfect yeah. because you never feel the didacticism of yeah. it you just feel so this is this is the thing right like romance is i think one of the reasons why we all gravitate towards love stories is because both through the literature and creativity that we see and also because of our own experiences seeing love stories in real life around us whether they're our own or you know friends or whatever you know that one of the bravest things you can do is fall in love and see that romance through it requires so much courage to do it it takes courage to not just just i mean i'm not even looking at things like class caste politics all of these things getting in your way before that just to be able to be vulnerable enough to go up and say to somebody that i like you be able to approach them physically emotionally open yourself up it's an incredible act of bravery It's not just recommendations, guys. It's also, it's also a lecture. Hardcore love advice. <laughs> no, I, I love that. This idea. Valentine's Day. That it, it, it that's beautiful. Yeah. I've never thought about it like that, but like the fact that, yeah, it almost it makes it feel possible and doable and easy. You know, it doesn't have to feel like a massive struggle. It, you know, it can like, yeah, it gives you courage in a way that you know maybe it's not going to be all. Uh, yeah. I, I yeah. It's a very very sweet idea. Uh, so, one of the films that for me uh, gets one filmmaker who really got that sense of how. how healing love can be is rishikesh mukherjee yeah uh among the things that are sort of leet motifs in his work is this idea of a love story that is simple the world is against you but the love story is simple yeah. um and it's different kinds of love uh, which is also a wonderful this is when you know that this is a man who had a lot of friends good friends mm. because you know his films invariably have these little chosen family kind of communities yeah. so even if it's going to leave you devastated like an anand you mm. see that camaraderie and the you know the real genuine bromance that's going on there for me though as love stories go from rishikesh mukherjee my favorite has to be chupke chupke okay, yeah. it is the sweetest little film uh and while it is very sweet it's still talking about class it's talking about notions of elitism uh, it's uh, it's approaching all of these things yeah. while having just an absolute blast. blast yeah so heartwarming yeah um i think we've done three picks each so i'm going to break the rules a little bit at the risk of getting tackled furiously and say by who 
I've just been told that we have to stick to Indian okay. cinema. No, no, I, I just wanted to know if in, in addition to seeing you pay, I can also see you being tackled. Okay, it would okay. be a, There's a camera that will come flying wow, so at you. Why is my harm always seen as entertainment for people? So I was going to say, I think we all get one pick outside Indian cinema. Okay, I'll go first. Go um, it's not a love story by any stretch of imagination. Not a conventional love story, not a conventional romance, but it's called The Great Beauty. Uh, which is an Italian film, and a lot of it is actually just a love letter to Florence. Um, it's it's also, well, there's also a bit uh, of Rome in there, I think. Great beauty. The great beauty. Okay. It is absurdly beautiful. It's also about uh, about sort of seeing and loving yourself. in it, And I think, like, you know, it's done really cleverly because the, the central character is an art critic and a novelist, it hurt a lot. It felt, I felt seen and then attacked because it's like, wait, you're that brilliant and I'm sorry, and you're a man. When you mentioned it, I did think of that, uh, including one of those in my list, the idea of the love stories, like the self-love movies. Mm. Like I, I thought of Dear Zindagi, I thought of Fatima Sana Sheikh's film from Modern Love Mumbai. The, the story is about sort of your relationship with yourself. So The Great Beauty is directed by Paolo Sorrentino and Tony Sevillo plays an aging art critic who has written one book in his life, which was very well appreciated. And then for the next 30 years, he's been working on the sequel. Like I said, I felt seen <laughs> and attacked. Um, but it's as much about his love for the city, which is just so stupidly beautiful that, you know, people faint just at the sight of it because it's too beautiful to handle. And also his relationship with writing, his relationship with art and learning to love himself despite his failures. It's... Um, I need this. It's this really beautiful. Like I therapy. mean, mm. it's... And it's also... While doing all of this, it is very funny because there's a lot of completely bizarre contemporary art that this guy sees by virtue of his job. And a lot of the time, he's just like, naked person streaking across, <laughs> art, got it, looks up at this beautiful, you know, baroque building and he's like, also art? More with that one. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's at a party and there are dwarves giving him cocaine shots and he's like, also art? <laughs> Trippy. <laughs> Coming back to love. Um, yeah, no, I think those are... Uh, I, I figured we needed like one yeah. non... I'm going to say marriage story. Just nice. for Because I realized that my picks were all very um, hardcore sappy because that's yeah. who I am. But I really, really, really enjoyed that film and how flawed everything around it is. Yeah, just that's my... Horrible. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, just bloody sad. How messy and yet yeah. beautiful... It so I had many issues with marriage story. Mm -hmm. Not the, and I think my central issue with it, <laughs> my central issue with it was Adam Driver's hair. No, sorry, I'm making random guesses. No, no, I, okay. I mean Adam Driver's hair, <laughs> whatever. Didn't uh, make the list. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it was a full-length feature film of Noah Baumbach explaining why. Bad husbands are good people. <laughs> <laughs> and so we should feel sorry for them. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. Like it was, it was so self-indulgent for me because like uh, this whole character, the guy just needs to grow up. up. Don't they all? Well. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's fact. So, like, and we won't because we suck. That's also fact. No, we, loserism, uh, was that the word? Loserism, but you know, it also that shows... great loserism. It's yeah. like, yeah. either yeah. I need to change or make a movie about how I don't. Yeah. But it's also like it does show how women enable this loserism. 
Sure. You know, Scarlett Johansson's character is uh, is on the fringes when there is like technically they are both in the marriage and in the story, but she's very much on the fringes because it's all about explaining how oh. much this poor man is hurting. Like, mm, baby. My issue, I think, I had with it is I what I wanted from the film, hmm. it didn't give me. What I really wanted was the Sarah Masan experience. I wanted to fall in love with them because we we know that it was going to rip us apart, and I wanted to feel for them. So then, when things go to hell, I felt it more. Hmm. And something something that Noah Baumbach did fantastically in Squid and the Whale. Yeah, you know, like you care about every single yeah. person there, and when the marriage is falling apart, because that's also about a collapsing marriage. It hurts like hell for both parties yeah. because you see both of their perspectives coming sure. in. So marriage story in comparison to Squid and the Whale just didn't feel accomplished enough. We to got me. like one happy scene. There's a very you know the letter thing is very, yeah. very sweet yeah. as an yeah. idea. I just wish I fell in love with them so I could feel like shit when they went to hell. Uh, mm. But yes, sorry. That's I'm gonna look out for those Squid and the Whale yeah. for sure. My uh, non-Indian film, which is my favorite love story for 2020. I don't know why I keep track gear wise. Uh, is uh, I'm just impressed that you've registered 2020 is over. It's still going on in my head. That's <laughs> continue. Factual. That's factual. And if if it is still going on, and you need a great love story to feel good about yourself, uh, is a movie on Netflix called The Half of It. I'm not a fan of the Netflix rom com. I think they've sort of like commodified it a bit. But this was one of the most disarmingly, unexpectedly wonderful films. It is called The Half of It. It's sort of a teen love story. It is a love triangle like you have never seen, and it's such a wonderful like on on face value. It, it it's the most basic idea. and then it just sucks you in completely um and and then it becomes like a story of of a friendship of of sort of a coming of age story at the same time and it's it's love in its least sort of overpowering way uh where everyone's just left to be and it just everything you know it does not play out the way you want it to or you hope it will or you expect it to and it leaves you with so much um and yeah i mean i just i, I can't it's one of those films where like i haven't seen in 2 years and i can't wait to watch it again um and it just completely floored me Um, and it's yeah, it's one of my favorite uh, love stories. I'd say half of it. Yeah, nice. I will look that That's one up. It's a whole up. bunch of records, but I've been also told that we end with one Something piece recent? of art that we would recommend. That, I mean, I'm going to be as mainstream as I am and go with Pathan. I've only seen it three times, but I don't mind watching oh, it four oh, times. Three yeah. times. Um, so Interesting. T- twice out of choice. The third time, a group of friends were going, and they're like, "Do you want to come?" And you said yes. And you out said of choice. yes. Yes, uh, and I was scared that I'd hate it, but I didn't. It's just as fun the third time. Yeah. Um, but yes, good. I'm going to go with Patan. I had a, f- I had a lot of fun. Super fun film. Um, I will go with a K drama, true to brand. Uh, there's a, a K drama that's currently unfolding, uh, called Crash Course in Romance. Uh, Netflix. Netflix, nice. mm-hmm. and it's. Uh, it's an older woman uh, who falls in love with her daughter's tutor and the tutor is like the celebrity cool guy um it's just really sweet it's one of those it's one of those old fashioned romances because k drama is a very chaste like yeah. right so uh i've watched like eight episodes nary a kiss or even like once they have held hands and that too also because he was afraid um <laughs> it's just really cute because he's on one hand he's like a celebrity and people are lining up to get in his classes ta 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 and you also see that he's an absolute wimp right it's really sweet and it's uh, cowardly men are trending mm I'm destroying the furniture just <laughs> thinking of that but uh no no it, but yeah the it, it's a vulnerable man yeah 
who is uh, who is much preferred to the alpha machismo wrenched creature that we see otherwise. So Crash Course in Romance for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was gonna go with Patan, but I'll go slightly the opposite of that. Um, I'm gonna go with All That Breeds, which I recently saw at a screening. Uh, uh, it's technically not available uh, online yet, but I feel like it's only a matter of time. Uh, it is the documentary that's nominated uh, for, for the, the Oscars Oscar. this year. There is a lot of buzz that suggests it might well win. Uh, I went for a screening uh, last week, uh, and it was absolutely like it. It really, really floored me. Um, so if anyone gets a chance to watch it, it like it is such a simple idea of uh, just documentary about two brothers and sort of this uh, makeshift hospital clinic they've they formed to sort of help injured birds. But but you've never seen it done like this. It really isn't just sort of trying to give you sort of that basic one liner in a, in a sort of a, a surface level documentary. It goes to such interesting places and is made in such an interesting way. Uh, so whenever it drops, I really recommend people watch it. All that breeds. Uh, yeah. So Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's to both of you. Oh, we wish may you have may you have all the comfort watches and on-screen romances and off-screen romances that you want. That is a very nice wish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You should write greeting cards. Thanks, man. Because <laughs> like, thank you for telling me that. Don't write reviews. Write greeting <laughs> cards. This is what I work with. If you like this show, drop us a rating on your favorite podcast platform and remember to tune in every Tuesday to FC Popcorn, a film companion original.